0: Category is fashions, honey. The Met Gala was on Monday. Who stood out? Who stayed home? And who looked at hot-ass mess? Let's talk about it. As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the penultimate episode of season three of Category Is. Penultimate, for all my SAT folks, means the next to last. So. Next week is going to be the season finale of season three. Cannot believe we're, you know, approaching that milestone already. It's been quite a ride this season, uh, to say the least. So thank you for sticking with me uh week after week as I bring you the shadiest takes on celebrity gossip, pop culture and world events (laughs) so we have a lot to talk about this week so i'll just hop right into my cocktail for the week this week my bartesian chronicles they have a drink called the apple pie which is essentially um it's kind of like a almost a like a spiked apple cider this one is served cold it is vodka and whiskey based so two spirits going on in the one cocktail and y'all know how brown Lays me down, so it does have like the cinnamon and the nutmeg kind of flavors of like an apple pie, but this one is a bit picante because it also has um, some cayenne, and it's so a little little spice from the cayenne pepper. But it almost seems like you could put it like in your crock pot and um, let it warm up, top it off with some whiskey, have a little little hot toddy situation. But um, but yeah, this one's pretty good in the Bartesian. So let's hop into the categories for this week. I do want to take a moment to acknowledge that over the over the weekend was the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks um, throughout the United States. Um, so there were lots of commemorations. President Biden was, I believe, he visited every site. So he was in New York with the Obamas and the Clintons. He was in D.C. at the Pentagon. Maybe they started in D.C. because that would be uh, logistically a bit more easy. And then um, he was also in Pennsylvania. So the vice president was also visiting memorials. And it's one of those moments in time where you will probably be asked, where were you when September 11th happened? So yeah, it was um, quite the triggering event. But then also, you know, you have to reflect and Think about like the gravity and this and how much the world changed after that day. It was also the 20th anniversary of the Glitter soundtrack, uh, Mariah Carey's film Glitter, unfortunately, was premiering around that time. The soundtrack actually came out on the morning of September 11th. So, yeah, but um, horrible timing. But, you know, who could have known or predicted what was going to happen with that? We did get Justice for Glitter a few years ago. The lead single on that Loverboy actually peaked at number two on the Hot 100. So she almost got a number one out of it, even though, you know, the, the press at the time said that that was a flop. But anyway, you know, the standards are just so high for Mariah when the standard is perfection and a number two single is considered a flop, girl you know you made it. So let's hop into the categories for this week. The biggest one, the Met Gala was on Monday. So the Metropolitan Museum in New York has this exhibit every year, and each year has like this ridiculously worded theme, and they have a fundraising gala. Um, It's usually the first Monday in May, but due to the rona and the health situation going on they canceled the one for 2020 and then they postponed the one for 2021 so now we're just now getting the met gala which is fashion's biggest night it has you know celebrities and all kinds of brings out you know the cream of the <laughs> cream of the crop hollywood and you know everyone gets these couture designer you know custom gowns and dresses and outfits and, and make that walk up the stairs to get into the uh into the event but there's a lot to go through there were thousands of people there i'm only going to pull out uh some of my highlights because otherwise you know it would be <laughs> quite the undertaking so the theme this year was in America lexicon of fashion so lexicon Means like vocabulary. So, like vocabulary of fashion, which doesn't really make sense. So, with the word America, I was expecting people to kind of take the American theme, but you know, not do like stars and stripes and patriotic kind of interpretations of the theme. So, I did say on the podcast Instagram that there were some things I did not want to see. So, I didn't want to see anyone in a native or indigenous people's cost the uh, outfit. Not I want to say costume, but um, did not want any appropriation going on there. There was a stunning um native woman. I, I don't remember her name, but she looked good. And then um, I also said no stars and stripes, no flag gowns. But Debbie Harry broke that. She was in a Zach Posen. And then I said no. <laughs> Statue of Liberty because there's only one iconic Statue of Liberty moment and that was Wendy Williams herself when (laughs) she was doing that Halloween episode and she was the Statue of Liberty and mama fell down to the floor when she fainted and passed out so there was no one who could top that that moment but uh, Rebecca Gorman who was uh, oh wait no Amanda Gorman, I don't know why I keep calling her Rebecca. So Amanda Gorman, who was the poet laureate, she spoke at the inauguration. She did an interpretation of the Statue of Liberty, but instead of green, she wore blue. And then she had the uh, this purse or whatever that was embroidered with give us your tired, which is the, the words that are on the Statue of Liberty. She's holding a book as well. Um, but the look was tired and... I guess Rebecca's stylist was tired, too, because she was not very creative or imaginative with that. And she just looked out of place, like, girl, fashion is not your thing, honey. You need to go back to writing some poems or something. But (laughs) anyway, um, some of the standouts for the night were Lil Nas X. Everyone was expecting a big moment from him. He did give us a kind of Rick James inspired look at the VMAs, which was on Sunday night. And it was was a Prince was it Rick James, who knows but <laughs> it was like this purple moment, lavender off the shoulder um so for the net gala, what he did was he basically redid what Lady Gaga did the previous year, which was wear this big, voluminous kind of entry entrance gown or whatever, and then take it off in stages as you go down the carpet so he came in with this big gold embroidered cape looked so heavy then he took that off and he had a like gold armored suit on underneath looking like C3PO from Star Wars and then underneath that he had on a like very tight bodysuit um it was all Versace but he looked uncomfortable <laughs> and i for someone who's you know used to doing stunts and like you know really trying to push the envelope, he just looked out of his depth there because he kept trying to you know cover up the front. He didn't want to show, I guess, whatever he had going on down in the package area, and then he kept trying to like do the booty tooch, <laughs> which Tyra Banks you know perfected on top model. From the back, because he kept trying to, like, pop his booty to make it look like he had a bigger butt, but he just looked confused and, like, out of place. So, you know, maybe that's just not for you, Lil Nas X. Try again next time. Um, who else was there that looked a good? Pharrell wore pants this time, so tense for you, Pharrell. He's usually rocking a, um, a short suit. Natalia Bryant, who is Kobe Bryant's daughter, rest in peace. She looked like a big testicle in that, like, saggy balloon outfit, and it just was not working for me, girl. I guess (laughs) Rocky Mountain Oysters is American, so tens for you for that. Um, Who else was there? So Lupita Nyong'o was there. She always gets about eighty percent correct for me, and then the hair just fucked it up. So she wore this um, custom denim Versace gown, and it was a bit more elevated than the Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake denim moment from all those years ago, (laughs) where JT had on that like Canadian tuxedo. But yeah, so she looked good, but then she had a lot going on in the hair and just didn't didn't um just didn't quite pull it off for me so rihanna was there and she was kind of a letdown for me because usually rihanna shows up last and then you know has this amazing awesome moment on the met gala carpet a few years back she had that old nasty mustard um yellow heavily embroidered. I believe it was the year they had the Chinese theme, um, the Asian theme. And so she had this big coat and all the memes, <laughs> she looked like a fried egg going up the steps because she was the one who popularized that, have a big heavy coat moment or like a super long train and then just let it cascade down the steps. And then everyone's pictures after that became, let me have this stare moment where my I had this ridiculous long train no matter what my gown was and, you know, just let it cascade down, down those long ass steps. But she usually has a a big moment on the carpet and she didn't this time. Like she really looked like she just wrapped up in a sleeping bag and showed up. She even had on like a toboggan on her head. Like girl, she did have on diamonds, 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 but no ma'am, it was a fail <laughs> For me, because even she's dating the ASAP Rocky um, or Kylie Jenner's baby daddy, they all look the same, and he looked like he just wrapped up in a in a quilt as well. And they just showed up down to the carpet, and it was like, girl, y'all could have tried a bit more than that. Simone <laughs> Simone Biles showed up; she could have stayed home. She looked like she had a comforter. Um, And then last was Iman. Iman is, you know, a global supermodel. She had on basically it looked like she was confused. She was trying to show up for the international costume competition down at Miss Universe because she had on this big like headdress moment. And then she had on this like tiered kind of structured gown. and Was that feathers? I don't know, but. She looked like she showed up to the wrong thing. But anyway, girl, I'll just get my top three to wrap this on up. So number three is going to, I know this is going to get a lot of um, backlash, but Kim Kardashian West, she showed up in head to toe, covered up in black. She said the inspiration was uh, an American T-shirt, so a black tee. Um, And that's what it did kind of look like. She had a long train going um behind her but you know like the whole face was covered. She has 75 inches of hair in this ponytail. And um I like the look. I didn't love the look. I feel like it would have been more impactful if this is our first time seeing Kim do like this uh head to toe covered up um spandex <laughs> kind of moment cuz she did it at least 3 times before. So Kanye, oh and she showed up with Kanye by the way or I think that was Kanye he was covered up too so it might not have been either one of them but Kanye was having his listening parties listening events for his new album that just came out Donda and at two of two or three of them I can't remember they run together um Kim had on like this almost the exact same outfit so I feel like the impact of the Met Gala look kind of was dampened because she'd done it she'd done it multiple times before, so the first time she did it, she just had it was like a nasty, like snatched outfit. She had them, like the high boots, and it was just giving you silhouette and ponytail. Then she did it again when she showed up to New York Fashion Week, because New York Fashion Week was last week, I believe, and it was more like leather inspired, leathery, looked like a <laughs> BDSM kind of outfit. Um, because I believe it has zippers on the mouth, and you just put a ball gag in there, girl, and you're good to go. And um, then she did it again the other night. So it's like, girl, okay, it's eh, I guess. Second, my number two is going to Nikki De Jagger. De Jagger, I don't know, she's from the Netherlands. Um, but she did this old nasty aqua aquamarine like turquoise. Tool moment with all these flowers, and shout out to my friend Marky because we were um, kind of just texting each other during during the footage, and he says, "You know who's your who's your best look so far?" And so I just took a screenshot of this lady in this beautiful beautiful gown with the flowers and the flower crown, and I sent it to him. I was like, "I don't know who this person is, but <laughs> she's getting my top." My top uh for the night at that moment and um he's like oh yeah this is uh Nikki De Jagger de Jagger whatever she's a makeup tutorial artist she's a youtuber uh she has millions and millions of followers and i think she just launched a makeup line but um she's trans she said that her outfit was an inspiration homage to Marsha P Johnson who was the LGBT activist and just legend in the community who did so much for for the cause and during the Stonewall rights and all that and so as soon as i read the that was the inspiration i totally got the vision of it and so tens for you it was an amazing look if you haven't seen it um i'll post it on the on the social media cuz it was everything to me she had like a sash that said pay it no mind which is uh marsha's um kind of signature uh tagline so for you for the inspiration and the homage like it was a very very well done homage i think and then my winner for the evening is going to Ciara level up wilson because mama came out there and she gave what i believe was the best interpretation of the theme yes baseball is technically america's game but during the fall it's all about football so mama came in a head to toe floor length uh football jersey inspired gown. She had her husband Russell Wilson's number uh on the front, had a lot nasty cutout on the back on the back and insides. And she also wore his Super Bowl ring. So I don't know how she smuggled that out the house. <laughs> but she also had a kind of a football uh, shaped purse. I believe it was Judith Lieber because it was all like studded in her style with all the crystals and and everything. But Mama looked it good. She looked it good. Hands down, I think it was the best interpretation of the theme. J-Lo was there. She did kind of a Indiana Jones, Crocodile Dundee, I don't know, kind of moment. But it was one of those things where, you know that, that saying that, goes like before you leave the house you should take off one accessory and that's probably the advice that j-lo should have should have done she probably should have taken off two, because she had on this kind of i don't think it was leather but it was like this brownish kind of embroidered fabric she had you know like the slit in the leg but then she had on this huge metal necklace but then she also had on like a leather choker she had on this fuzzy bolero And then she had on this Indiana Jones hat. And I was like, girl, all of that is too much. Like, it's just competing with each other. And she could have done without the choker because she had the necklace on. But then she didn't really need the hat. Yeah, Yeah, she just should have kind of edited that down just a bit for us. But she gets honorable mention, I guess. Overall, to me, the night was kind of a letdown because no one ever really gets the theme. And then Ariana Grande wasn't there. Beyonce usually shows up last. If it's not her, it's Rihanna. And they're kind of circling the block in the car competing for who's going to show up last and quote unquote shut down the red carpet. So Beyonce wasn't there. So it was that was kind of a letdown. Kylie was supposed to come. Kylie Jenner was supposed to come. But then, you know, she just announced her pregnancy, which I said, yeah, you know, I didn't think she was going to announce it. But she was in New York for Fashion Week. But then she announced, or the night before, the gala that she wasn't going to come. I wonder if it has something to do with, like, you know, possibly the Rona and pregnancy and not wanting to be around all the people. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker wasn't there, I don't think. And she in New York. Like, girl, are you filming? And just like that. But, yeah, like, the, the usual people just just weren't there. And AOC showed up, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, and she caught a lot of flack for her tax the rich um, moment on the back of her gown, which, girl, that was the wrong place and the wrong time to be wearing that. Them tickets cost $35,000 a plate just to show up. I, oh, Girl, we got too much going on in the world. And down in Texas and Florida, and your first thought is let me show up wearing a couture gown down to this ultra fabulous event. And I get it. You're from New York. You probably thought, oh, girl, I'm never going to get a, the opportunity to go to this thing. So when it, the opportunity presented itself, so you, you took it. So I'm not mad, but I just think it was the wrong. It's not a good look, and I think any other message would have been better. Because there was another Congresswoman there, Carolyn uh, Maloney, and she had a, a gown or an outfit <laughs> that was that was inspired by the Equal Rights um, Act and amendment for when, uh, equal rights for women. That we had Megan Rapinoe, who I do not feature, but she had on like a red and white and blue <laughs> outfit and that lavender hair girl, you need to let that go. Like we need it, you need a makeover. And so she had that on, and, but she had a purse that said something about gay rights. Dan Levy was there and he had like a globe inspired outfit, but on the front it was actually a silhouette of two men kissing. And there was like a more a bigger statement behind. I can't remember the exact name of the art piece that that was inspired by, but talking about the rich people and, you know, you're Miss Social Justice and, you know, Miss From the Block and Miss For the People and, you know, Miss $15 minimum wage. But it was just out of place for me um, to see you down at this event because, yeah, do better next time. She was doing a lot of explaining on the day after. So. I think she kind of knows that she shouldn't have done that um, at that moment. Not that she shouldn't have been there because, like I said, there was other people from government there. But it just looked bad to be talking about rich and wealthy people when it costs that much to get there. But anyway, I was watching it in my sweatpants (laughs) down to the bed, so I can't complain. But in talking about the absences from the Met Gala, so Nicki Minaj, who, I don't know if she's been to the Met Gala before, she probably has, I can't remember, but um, they started making it more accessible and (laughs) inviting. Like more hip hop and rap people there, but that's all I'm gonna say about that. But, um, so yeah, she was absent from the, from the, it was cream carpet, it wasn't even a red carpet this time. But she said she was not going to the Met Gala because they required you to get vaccinated. And she said that she won't be getting vaccinated. And if she did get vaccinated, it wouldn't be to go to the Met. Um, so it's not technically, it's kind of like on the line of whether she's anti vax. Or not, because she does say she wants to do enough research, uh, which kind of does sound anti-vax, like she doesn't trust it. But, girl, reasoning she was giving was a bit much. She's like her cousin's friend in Trinidad. And her cousin's friend in Trinidad got the vaccine and his testicles got swollen and he became impotent and like all this other stuff. So she got promptly clowned down to social media. And just kind of spreading misinformation, I know people were saying calling for Twitter to take down the tweet, but they said it technically wasn't misinformation. It was just I think they just left it up because it was getting a lot of retweets and and engagement on that on that mess because yeah, it just it was a lot. And I know she does have a young child, so she was saying that was some of the reason. And because like she doesn't have a nanny and she didn't want to take any health risks, but so Dr. Fauci came out and made a statement about how um her information was false and it was just created this kind of dialogue around whether celebrities or, you know, people in the limelight have the capacity to be giving certain information. And I know there were a lot of people who were, you know, kind of commending her for this stance but then at the same time like girl you can't be spreading information like that Nikki got a lot going on anyway because looks like her husband might be going back to jail for um because he reg- failed to register as a sex offender and so maybe her mind just ain't on the Met Gallant and she should have just said that like girl I got too much going on I'm not I'm not showing up I guess that's my I say what I said for this week, because instead of giving all those explanations, it's like, girl, just just say nothing. Say less. And, you know, people would have not cared that you weren't there. They would have gotten over it just like we got over Beyonce wasn't there. So in the future, put the phone down, stay off social media. And that gives me to my tens, tens, tens across the board for this week. Going to Britney Spears. She just got engaged, um, I want to say in the past week or so. To her longtime boyfriend Sam, the is he a personal trainer or Instagram model? I don't know, but he looked good and got a really nice body too. But he records all her videos when she be dancing in that hallway. She know she has her big uh, conservatorship hearing. I think it's in a couple weeks, and I guess she's trying to put her best foot forward in order to get her li- control of her life back. So. I said this on my Instagram a while ago that she needs to just put the phone down as well. Stop tweeting and, you know, doing these long ass Instagram posts, talking about your family, because they could really use that against you like in the future. So if they're questioning your mental state, if they're questioning your rationality, if they're questioning, you know, all these things and saying, you know, someone else needs to be in control of your life, then, yeah, they can use these kind of uh, cryptic weird-ass posts against you and you know basically just screenshot them print them out and present them into evidence down to the courtroom because you just had that um was it a housekeeper something about the dogs like the housekeeper took the dogs for like a wellness check or something didn't tell her it was alleged that britney hit the housekeeper in the face with the phone or something like that but It's just things like that. You just don't need that kind of bad publicity going into something where you have, you know, such big ramifications for your life. So, thanks for you for putting that phone down. And she deleted all the posts, but I believe there's websites out there that can, like, archive your posts if you're a celebrity. So, that ain't really helping. But hopefully she gets, you know, all of this taken care of. I I am not holding my breath because the father did say that he was gonna um relinquish control of the conservatorship but i feel like he's gonna pull the okie doke in some kind of way so i'm not really holding out too much hope for that but we'll see we'll see what happens um with her but tends on the for the engagement tends for you know trying to do better. So that about wraps up the pen ultimate episode of category is using lots of big words. Uh, this episode is part of, part of the lexicon of category is, so I know the Emmys are next week on Sunday. So I'll be doing a a recap of that and it'll be the finale episode of season three. Stick around for that. Stay tuned, stay safe and stay healthy. I'll see y'all next week. For joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith.